0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: All right, it's time to continue talking to one of our favorite guests on this Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today, is Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. is the host of the better angle each Saturday from four to seven in the east you can see her across the BQL network it is our friend kate Constable. kate good morning to you i i wanted to ask you about soda but i have to ask you about halloween instead am i wrong did i see on twitter that you were benny the bull or at least you had a benny the bull head on or am i mistaken
0: well jinx typically nba teams don't like to reveal who their mascots are but in this case i will tell you i am benny the bull the real Benny the bull, not just on Halloween. We got a game tonight, I think. Bulls well, play. Tonight? I think.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Better figure it out.
1: <laughs> we got a game tonight, maybe. Let me check my work maybe. schedule. All right. I respect, I, res- I respect that. I respect the mascot code. So, I won't go. Yeah, no. That if you don't I want was
0: um I was Benny the Bull. I mean, miraculously, I don't know what adults have a Benny the Bull um head in their closet but i texted my husband like two minutes before i went on uh air yesterday and i said hey do we have any halloween costumes sitting around he's like yeah benny the bull top left corner in the closet in the guest room i'm like perfect throwing that thing on so what's the story why does he have this uh because he is a
2: hoarder he's a sports memorabilia (laughs) how do you pick this up though like there's a story there right like, just because you're a uh, hoarder doesn't be, mean you have mascot costumes. Because, Chelsea, if I, if I asked about
0: everything that we had here, he would be telling me these stories for the rest of our lives. I'm telling you the stuff that we are are holding on to in this household. I, I believe we have the, the, the rally towel for Gordon Hayward's um, first conference <laughs> game at Butler. Like, what? So just a bunch of random things in this house. Not quite sure, but Benny the Bull was one of them, and it worked out pretty well yesterday. Great Halloween costume. Didn't have to put on any makeup, which was awesome. Did
1: did you did you have to be like, hey, is is it the Benny the Bull head next to the half-eaten pizza there in the closet? Since we keep everything. <laughs> uh. No, we're not. We're not.
0: When I say we, I, I'm not talking about myself. Not gross hoarders, Jenks. We're okay. just okay. sports hoarders.
1: Oh, okay. I just wanted to get some clarification.
0: Yeah. Not the old Wendy's fry box from 10 years ago. Just (laughs) the bobblehead from 10 years ago. Those are the things we're keeping around here.
1: Okay. Very good.
2: Which I understand. If you're a big sports fan, like those things have meaning. So I understand, even though I do not partake in sports hurting myself. (laughs) Sounds like you're hurting like a group of sports fans. Uh, But anyways, let's get to your NBA plays. Look at, uh, we're looking at this Timberwolves and Nuggets game. What's the play or the angle here?
0: Yeah, this game between the Timberwolves and Nuggets might be my favorite play of the day. I'm taking the Nuggets plus three and a half at home. A little scary because the Timberwolves have been, not the Timberwolves, the Nuggets rather have been so good this season. Perfect on the year. But the Wolves match up really well with Denver and it's given the Nuggets some trouble in previous seasons. Minnesota won both regular season home games versus the Nuggets last year. Also a bit of a revenge spot for Minnesota after Denver bounced them in the first round of last year's playoffs. But with the exception of Game 1, those games are relatively close. Minnesota lost Game 2 and 3 by 9. Maybe not that close, but Wolves won Game 4 in overtime. They only lost Game 5 by 3. And Minnesota is back at home after in. Epic meltdown against the Hawks on Monday. The Wolves blew a 19-point halftime lead, ended up losing that game by 14. That's a 33-point swing. Minnesota has to come in this game focused, ready to play. I think we get that version of the Timberwolves tonight. So I'm taking them plus 3.5 at home against the Nuggets.
1: All right, Kate, give us another play here. You've got Heat and Nets on the card. What should I do here? I need some NBA advice.
0: Yeah, so this one, just a, a tough spot for the Nets tonight. Nets on uh, third game of a four game road trip. So I'm going to take Miami minus five and a half. That number I think has just started to climb up to minus six. So you might want to grab this one quickly. Cam Johnson and Nick Claxton both already ruled out with injuries. Spencer Dinwiddie for the Nets. He's doubtful tonight. So there goes three of your five starters that could be missing tonight. Miami's also returning home after three straight road losses. So great spot for Miami. Not so great spot for Brooklyn. I think the Heat are going to win this one big tonight. all. So the points with them
2: all right next up let's uh stay in the east go to the pacers and the celtics the pacers 11 and a half point dogs on the road here and a total set at 231 and a half what's the play
0: yeah i'm looking at the total in Pacer Celtics tonight Chelsea Pacers I think they can cover this number of 11 and a half and if they do it's going to be because they can keep up with the Celtics in the scoring department Indiana's top five in pace they're second in offensive efficiency Celtics are also seventh in that same category so both teams top 10 in offensive efficiency and the Pacers they're leading the league in free throw percentage which maybe is not something you typically look at when you're handicapping this game and be like wow free throw percentage great but they're shooting 85% from the line and and the Celtics are allowing their opponents 25 free throw attempts per game. That's a bottom 10 mark in the league. So if Indiana can get to the line, it's going to knock down a ton of freebies. That always helps with the total. Also kind of a sleepy spot for Boston. They don't play again until Saturday. So with 3 days off, I could kind of see the Celtics looking forward to a nice little break and maybe letting up a little on the defensive end here. So I'm going to play the over 231 and a half in Pacers and Celtics.
1: We're talking with Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on the BetQL Network. All right, so how in the world do you bet these NBA Cup games on Friday? Do you do you attack them from a different angle? Give us your your best practices, if you will, if you're looking at betting on these. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, Jinx, these are brand new for everyone in the league, from players, yeah. coaches, fans, bettors. So I'm not quite sure what the right answer is. It's, it's going to be a lot of kind of wait for these first games on Friday. Every game on Friday is part of the NBA Cup and kind of see how teams approach those. My thought process is I'm going to look and factor in motivation a little bit more than I typically do because some teams – the younger teams that maybe aren't playing for a whole lot in terms of making into the postseason and going on a deep run, maybe those players try a little bit harder in in these games because this is something that's attainable for them throughout the regular season. So just looking at like Warriors and Thunder on Friday, does Steph Curry really care about an NBA Cup title? I'm not so sure. But the Thunder, those young players, Chet Holmgren, Shea Gillis-Alexander, this could mean something to them. So maybe maybe you look towards the Thunder there. Same with the Wizards and Heat. I'll probably be betting the Wizards on uh, Friday, which is a little scary because the Wizards are terrible. But Jimmy Butler has said how many times, like he does not care about anything but winning an NBA title. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to care about a NBA Cup uh, tournament game, group play game? I don't think so. A lot of money on the line, too. The winner of, the, of this uh, tournament is, at the end in Vegas, each player on that winning team wins $500,000. That's a lot of money for some of these younger players that are on these massive contracts. That means nothing to Steph Curry and Jimmy Butler, but to some of the younger players, that's a lot of money. So that's kind of motivation is one of the biggest factors that I'm going to look at when handicapping these games, but it is going to be a lot of wait and see what happens Friday and then react towards the next round of those group play games
2: yeah it feels like a spot where you take the teams that are okay in the regular season but maybe don't have the star power in the postseason those teams that you know really love to play in the regular season all right so we did our survivor picks uh earlier in the show and we had some picks all over the board who would you pick uh, if you had one pick in survivor this week i'm going with the
0: browns over the cardinals cardinals yeah they got out to an okay start the first couple of games but they've really shown their true colors uh i think the browns their defense is so good i'm not sure arizona's gonna be able to move the ball i like the browns to win this game minus eight tonight i think that is a solid pick for survivor this weekend
1: Ooh, looking forward to that and i'm on the same pick as well so that makes me excited she is host to the better angle each saturday from four to seven in the east she may or may not have a benny the bull Head in her closet. It is Kate Constable. Kate, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll see ya. You know, Chelsea, I don't think I've ever asked you what what is your most treasured piece of sports memorabilia?
2: Ooh, I'm not a big memorabilia person. Like I'm not somebody yeah. who has a lot of things. Like um, we have been so transient in the last like 15 years like Jake played baseball for 11 seasons which meant we were splitting time for 11 years between a location and our home base so we've had to move so many times that I like don't hold on to things so like I guess maybe one of Jake's things like we have like his old jerseys and stuff so probably just that
1: okay that makes a lot of sense I mean some people really get into sports memorabilia I'm glad to hear that Kate's husband, because she's newly married, is not an actual hoarder, that he's just a sports hoarder. Because that I get. I know a lot of guys like that. I'm, I'm not, I'm sort of like that, but not really. But it's hard, especially if you're a sports fan, when you get something that's meaningful to let it go.
2: Well, it's called a collector, isn't it? Like, yeah. didn't people used to do this with baseball cards? They weren't called hoarders. They just really liked baseball cards. I think some people well, still do this.
1: Uh, well, it depends what you're hoarding, too, right? Like, if you're just a baseball card collector, you're just collecting. But then if you're, hey, I remember I remember this time I went to this Wizards game, and this is, I, I, the fries were in this box, and the Wizards got to win. And I just, you know, it's my victory box, my victory fry box. I'm going to keep that with me. It's like, all right, buddy, what are you doing here? You're just hoarding stuff. Sometimes people keep, like, the most, the things you would never think are meaningful. But, you know, sports memories are very powerful, so I get it.